Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Dotton bowling over the weekend and beating the outside edge of the bat. They'll try to take it by. No, there's a mix-up. Got to get back. There's got to be a run out. And it's all over. It's all over. Fran Jonas has run out at the non-striker's end, is she? The West Indies are celebrating. They're sprinting away. Waiting for the umpire's final call. Now there's confusion. The West Indies turn around. Look, waiting for the decision to be official, and it is. What a game of cricket. Yeah, Daniel McCarty there from the SNZ call team calling the, the Cricket World Cup, all the White Ferns games. Uh, you can hear them here on SENZ. Joining us now is a former White Fern and part of our commentary team as well, Maya Lewis. G'day, Maya. How are you doing? Oh, kia ora. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Uh, yeah, it all went a bit pear-shaped, didn't it, at uh, Bay Oval for, for the White Ferns. I thought... Though things maybe didn't go our way to start with, I thought we'd pull through, particularly off the back of that big Sophie Devine ton. Uh, what did you make of that, and where do you think it went wrong? Yeah, well, I was actually ground announcing that game, so it ebbed and flowed. There were so many momentum shifts, it was crazy. But um, first of all, obviously, Hayley Matthews' innings was absolutely fantastic, and um, for, for a 23-year-old, that's just completely standout. I think that was her highest score, but... You know, then Sophie backed it up. I thought we were on track. Um, I always was confident when Sophie was at the crease. Um, you know, but then she went out and a bit of a flurry of wickets. I was surprised a couple of things. One, I probably wouldn't have played Fran Jonas in the first place in the opening match. I think that was a big call. Um, I would definitely have played um, either Hayley Jensen or uh, Frances Mackay here, just for the experience, I suppose. Um, and then I suppose... You know, when he, Bob Carter put the, uh, the pitch hitter and Leah Tahuhu and with about 20-odd overs to go still, I thought that was a bit early. Um, and she would have been useful at the end there as well. So a couple of significant moments. A um, few drop catches on both sides, so that's where it could have gone either way. But look, um, Deandra Dotton, what a hero, just saying to the captain, give me the ball, I want to bowl. It hadn't bowled for three years. Um, on the international stage, so and the and the confidence the captain had in her, which is fantastic as well. So I mean, I think it just sets it up for the for the World Cup having a game like that, even though we ended up on the wrong side. Yeah, we did end up on the wrong side. What do you think Bob Carter will do if anything between now and that Bangladesh clash? Look, I mean they I mean they have to just regroup really quickly. That's part of playing a tournament, isn't it? Um, however, I think there will be possibly a couple of changes. Um, you know, I would pro- I would look to bring in Hannah Rowe, um, probably possibly out, Hayley Jensen in, um, and then Frankie Mackay, you know, she did bowl really well against the Indians, um, and she adds a little bit more depth in that batting, uh, batting order as well. So, you know, who knows? I think um, Leah Tahu will play some games, but not all. She'll be put a little bit on ice just to make sure she's um, managed with injuries or potential injuries. So wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of changes, to be fair. Yeah, I, there's a player that I know there was a bit of chat about this when the squad was named, but uh, Lee Kasparit not making the squad. I mean, mm. um, are you still scratching your head about how that that's happened? Yeah, I mean, I can understand Frankie being picked ahead of her. I suppose that was the selection. Um, obviously, it's Fran Jonas as well selected ahead of her, two spinners there. Um, look, it's hard to go past her record. 
Um, she is our top wicket take, taker at, at World Cups and internationally as well, from what I know. So I was surprised, um, and I was surprised when you know they were, uh, let Lauren down, went down, and they could have brought her in then, but they brought in another batter. In fact, they brought in another bowling cover uh, to cover pace bowler Molly Penfold as well. So there was two opportunities to bring her in as well. Um, so it would be interesting to see see how it all pans out. I think. You know, it puts a bit of pressure on Frankie uh, to produce the goods, really, because she's the replacement. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, yesterday we saw Australia play England, uh, the one and two seeds at, at this tournament, and Australia with the bat just looked imperious, didn't they? And the Poms did their best, but they, they still ended up reasonably well short. I mean, if Australia can do that to the second best team in the tournament, should the rest of us just go home now? <laughs> I think the beauty, I think the beauty of a World Cup, it's it's whatever happens on the day, um, and I think that was seen in the warm up matches. If you had a wee look at them and noticed, um, the White Friends actually lost to Pakistan, and then they actually whipped Australia the next day with one wicket down, chasing three hundred odds. So, you know, that's a that's an example of where it can just be on the day. Um, to me, Australia are the favourites by far. Um, but again, you know, it's shown that they can crumble on their day. So um, I just thought they were fantastic yesterday. They've got such depth and strength um, all the way through. And even losing the likes of Ash Gardner to um, a positive test doesn't really put a dent in their armoury too much. So, um, yeah, they're going to be hard to beat, definitely. Yeah, they will be, mate. They will be. Uh, now, yesterday, the South Africans struggled to 205 against uh, Bangladesh, who weren't particularly mm. fancied. Um, but then the Bangladeshis couldn't quite uh, get home either. Uh, neither side really impressed. Can we put them in that also-run category already? Or do you think they either of those teams have an opportunity to upset one of the sort of big guns? Yeah, I mean, it's probably for me, it's probably a little bit too early to put them in there. Um, but I think South Africa are definitely um, a team on their that can get up. They've got a few, quite a, a few experienced players in there, like the likes of Marazan Cap and um, Mignon Dupre and and those and the likes. So, you know, they have got a few world beaters in there, and that, that's the thing, I suppose, that on any day, any team can get up. And you know, for Bangladesh to 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 make it even is a fantastic feat. But um, I think, you know, the, the, they will hold their own a little bit um, and they could cause an upset. So, again, I just think it's a bit too early to write any team off and, um, yeah, they just, it's just match by match, really. Yeah, it is. Uh, at the moment, of course, uh, the big matchup between Pakistan and India going on. India 91 mm. for two in the mm. 21st over. I know you were at that one. Uh, Pakistan had the early breakthrough, but uh, Indians looking pretty settled now, aren't they? They are. They've taken a while to get going, though, haven't they? So mm. um, they seem to be hitting the fielders a lot from from what I've noticed just watching on the TV. So, um, But, again, you know, Matali hasn't even come in uh, yet. So they're just, they're just setting up, really. They do play patient cricket. And Shmiti Mandana and uh, Dipti Sharma, I mean, they're class players themselves. So, again, India have got some real class, but... Pakistan beat the White Ferns in the warm-up, so they've clearly got some quality players. They have indeed. What is it, do you think, um, about the mount? I mean, I, I know we, we talked yeah. about you know uh, this earlier, but nine losses in a row, I mean, I, I can't help but think if, if Cricket Australia was in this situation, they'd go, you know what, We're just not, our team's just not going to play there anymore. <laughs> well, maybe the key is, and I'm just stirring it up here, um, you know, there's only one Northern Districts player in the White Ferns, which is Brooke Holiday. So yeah. maybe if they get a few more in Northern Districts players, because I am their assistant coach, I'll just give them a pump. <laughs> um, yeah, then they might have a little bit more luck at the Bay, for example. But, 
you know, honestly, and 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 take take away all the gesture. I just think it's a coincidence that that's happened at the bay. Um, it's a fantastic ground, and there's a lot of runs there. Clearly, um, it's just one of those things. So it is their bogey ground, but I'm sure they'll get over it. Yeah, hopefully they get over it. Hopefully they get over it because they've got a few more games there, don't they? Um, now I've had a text through. I don't I... think they've actually got any more at the World Cup. So oh, I, don't I think that was the only one. World Cup, they're playing all around the country, so maybe that was purposely done. Maybe, get it out of <laughs> the way early. Um, we, I was talking about Shane Warne earlier, and I've had a text from Nathan in Southland, mm. who said, Warney wasn't only a sportsman, he was an artist and a magician. The cricket pitch was simply mm. the medium on which he performed his masterpieces. What a privilege it was to watch him work and produce magnificent theatre. Well said, Nathan. Um, my own, it was a shock to all of us yesterday morning, we heard that news that uh, Shane Warne had passed. I mean, what uh, what what are your memories of Shane and uh, you know sort of your your thoughts on him? Yeah, look, that's devastating, and, and what a great way to put it, um, that that guy that 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 you've just read out. So you know he, I mean, he basically changed the whole world really in terms of leg spin, didn't he? And the way we viewed it, and the way we looked at it, and every kid, whether you were male or female, wanted to give it a crack, and so that's his legacy really is 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 that and um I suppose you know the likes of someone like Alana King coming through for the for Australia she's like the female sort of Shane Warne coming through for me um but yeah like really sad day obviously contributed heaps to the cricket world um not just on the pitch but obviously you know did a bit of commentating and everything as well and and was a huge personality and I you know to his full credit he always just was himself the whole time and um you know, I just it's just amazing that he, you know, passed away so early and it just makes you realise, you know, the last week we had Joe Alley and Inger as well. Um, and they're all guys in their forties, fifties, which is around my age. Um, you know, and you're thinking, God, you just gotta make the most of every day when that sort of thing happens. Yeah, you do. You do. Well said, Maya. Thanks very much for coming on today, mate. I know you've got a job to do and uh, India have just lost a wicket, so I'll let you go so you can go <laughs> and do your job and uh, we'll we'll hear you again on S E N Z with the uh, part of the common team, eh? All good. Uh, yeah, I'm actually doing it tomorrow. I'm not doing it today, so oh, I've got sweet. a bit of a break. I'm just watching on TV. But, yeah, no, looking forward to it. Yes. Thanks for your time. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Maya Lewis there with us, uh, former White Fern, part of our SENZ commentary team.